Want to learn the secret to selling your offers before you ever offer anything? Make sure to stay tuned. I'm Jess. After launching dozens of courses and generating multiple six figures in revenue online, I have learned the right and wrong way to launch an online course. And in the last two years, I have helped my friends and clients generate more revenue with less stress using my aligned launch formula. On this podcast, I'm sharing with you my simple strategies and systems so you can make more money online and make a bigger impact on the world. Keep listening for the Launch Fix Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Launch Fix Podcast. My name is Jess and I am your host. Today, I am dropping you into a workshop that I did called the Offer Audit. This is a five-day workshop where I went deep into all things about creating high converting offers. So on today's episode, I am talking all about positioning and how to really sell your offer before you offer anything. And this is something that you see most successful course creators and online coaches do is they're always creating desire and demand with their content before they ever launch anything. For example, one of my mentors, Brandon Lucero, on his podcast is always talking about his program and the students inside of his program and how he talks about things more in his program. And even when he's not launching, it's creating desire and demand for that program. And so I want to talk about how to do this today and how to really nail your positioning so that you can sell your offer before you offer anything. So we're going to drop you into the workshop. Stay tuned. And I hope that you find it valuable. All right. Hello. Hello. And welcome to day one of the offer audit workshop. I am so excited to chat with you guys this week and really help you dig deeper into your audits and or not your audits, your offers and why they're not converting like you want them to be. I have talked to so many online entrepreneurs who create an offer and create a program that they are so aligned with that their audience is craving. And then when they open the doors to it, they don't get the kind of response that they were hoping for. And this is totally normal. And if you are an online expert or you have a course and you open your doors to your audience and they just are not chomping at the bit to join, you're probably making one of the five mistakes that I'm going to be talking about this week. And so this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs go through, and it's because you are the expert at what you teach. You're not necessarily the expert at selling it. And so this week, I'm really going to dig into how to create a high converting offer that makes your ideal clients say hell freaking yes. So in case you didn't know, my name is Jess. I am going to be leading you through the day or through this week. Um, I am the creator of the Aligned Launch Formula, which helps course creators, coaches, and online entrepreneurs really sell their offers in an aligned way. So many people are launching their programs without doing the front end stuff. And so in the aligned launch formula, I teach you how to build up to an aligned launch to scale your launches in a way that you've never done before. I am also the host of the Launch Fix podcast, which launched number eight in marketing podcasts, which was very exciting, where I share all about the launch industry, the different components of launching, and how to really maximize your revenue using launches. 
So I have owned an online business for over two years and I have created and launched dozens of programs and offers in that time. And I've helped my clients and friends launch as well. And what I've learned is that I can really predict what will make an offer convert versus not convert. And it really comes down to the five things that I'm going to talk about this week. And so this week, I'm really going to be sharing about those five key ingredients to high converting offers. And the first one that we're going to talk about today is positioning. So I'm going to get into that in just a second. But as a preview of what you're going to learn the rest of the week, the second one is your program, which is something that most people think their offer is, but it's really just a piece of your offer. This third one is your package, and that's how you are presenting your offer. The fourth one is the promise, which is so important. And then the fifth one is the price. So I'm really excited to dig into those this week. So most people think that they don't need to position themselves or their offer before their launch. And this is like what I was talking about when we started that they're like, my audience loves me. Of course, they're going to want my program. And then they throw it out there and they hear total crickets. Most entrepreneurs think that having an engaged audience is enough to sell out their courses. And that just isn't true for most people, especially after you start to scale. And so this is what I'm going to talk about today. So I actually got a comment about this on my Facebook ad that I was running for this workshop where somebody said, of course they want my course. My people love me. And I was like, well, what they really want is what your course gives them, not just like your set of videos and stuff. And she said, no, they definitely want to hang out with me. And I was like, okay, that's a thought. Most people don't just want to pay you to hang out with you, right? That is not what people are paying you for. And so sure, maybe the first time you launch something to a red hot audience, they want to pay you just to hang out with you, but that just isn't scalable. And so really figuring out how to position your offer outside of come pay to hang out with me is how you're going to create a sustainable, scalable business. Your offer needs positioning. You need to position your offer in the marketplace. And I'm going to talk about how to do that today. So positioning is how you sell your offer before you ever sell your offer. And that was the name of this. So I wanted to go into that a little bit. You can sell your offer and sell meaning like help people make the decision to buy your offer before you offer anything. And in fact, the best people out there do this. And you've probably been a part of it where just by watching their content or by listening to their podcast, They create desire and demand for their offer. You don't even care when their launch is. You know you're going to buy it, right? You're just waiting for the doors to open. And maybe you can think of a specific example of this and maybe not, but the best marketers out there create desire and demand for their offer before they even offer it. And the way that they do this is with positioning. So this is like when you start dating somebody, If you meet somebody and then propose to them right away, are they likely to say yes? Most not, right? And that's what it's like when you sell to somebody without positioning. Positioning is going out on a date to somebody or with somebody and getting to know them and trust them and know that they are the right one for you. Then by the time they propose, you already knew you were going to say yes, right? If you're with the right person who makes that proposal, you don't need them to say like, 
Will you marry me? In order to say yes, you already knew you were going to say yes. And by positioning yourself and your offer, like I'm going to talk about today, you can get your ideal clients ready to say yes before you even pop the question. That's a really strong positioning of your offer. So positioning is all of the messaging and the content that you create leading up to your offer. And it has a really specific um, intention behind it that's going to make that difference. And it's how you get people to the point of wanting to participate in your launch. And this isn't something that has to take a lot of time. I think that the longer that you do it, the better chances you are. But I don't know about you. I was ready to marry my husband after just a couple of weeks, right? And so I knew that he was the one. And sure, we dated for four years before he proposed to me. Not bitter, but just saying. Or before we got married. He proposed to me before that. But we got married four years after we started dating. But I was ready to marry him way before that. And your ideal clients are the same way. They don't need four years or even a year of getting to know you in order to say yes to you. You can build positioning really quickly if you do it strategically. So one of the biggest mistakes that I see people making is not taking the time to position themselves or their offer. They assume that everybody already knows and that it's obvious, but people just aren't paying that much attention. Even if you have raving fans who seem to like all of your Instagram posts, they still may not be clear on your positioning when it comes to your launch. So you may think that your audience doesn't need positioning because they're so hot, but they do. And when you can position yourself and your offer, that's what's gonna make the difference. So positioning is how your prospective client will decide whether you are credible or not and whether your offer is what they are looking for. People are wearing what I call problem goggles. When people are looking for something or looking for a solution to something, they like are just honed in on that, right? They're so focused on that. And a great example of this is something I'm going through right now which is looking for a course on learning human design. And so I am researching people who are experts in the field. I am following different people on Instagram. I'm asking for recommendations. And the people who stand out to me are the people who have strong positioning, who let me know with their content and with their public stuff that they are an expert at this and that they can help me learn it too. And so when somebody like your ideal client has their problem goggles on, All they are focused on is finding somebody who is the expert at what they teach and what they want to get out of it. And so you have to position yourself as that expert so that you can trigger their reticular activating system. And if you're not familiar with what that is, our brain has an algorithm inside, especially when you have problem goggles on where you're just looking for a solution to a problem or something that you want to learn. Learning human design isn't a problem, but it's something that I desire. And so therefore I have my desire goggles on. I am looking for the right person to teach that to me. And my reticular activating system, the part of my brain that's going to tell me, is this relevant to me or not, is getting triggered by that content. Somebody posts something about human design and my brain is like, yes, 
I want to see this, right? Like it is so much more heightened by it. Another great example of the reticular activating system at work is I just bought a new car. I just got a 2020 Subaru Ascent. And until buying one, I had never seen one on the road. And now that we have one and we're in it all day long and we see it, I see them everywhere. And you may be like this too, right? Where your awareness of those things is heightened because you have those goggles on, because you are now looking out for those things. And so your positioning will put yourself in that person's algorithm. It will make them see you as somebody who is a viable candidate to teach them what they want to learn. So when you master positioning, which I'm going to talk about in just a minute, that's when you'll be always creating desire and demand for your offer. Your content will create desire and demand, your live videos, people will be on your stories. People are always going to want more and more and more of you, and it's going to increase that desire and demand for your offer. A really great example of this is one of my mentors, Brandon Lucero, in his podcast references his program every single time on every single podcast. And he's like, if you're one of my video 4Xers, you know this. Or if you're in my program, Video 4X, you know this. And because he does that, the people who are listening to his podcast are like, well, I'm not in there. I want to know that. Or, ooh, how do I join that? And it starts to put that in their mouth and in their mind before he even offers it. He's not launching his program right now. But when he does you know that you'll be looking out for it if you've been listening to that and you've created that subconscious desire and demand to being one of those people. And that is positioning. This also gives you the chance to warm up your audience at all times. So when you finally have something to offer, they are nice and ready. And that is what you want. You want an audience who is already primed to buy from you before you start launching anything. And that's really important when you have positioning. Okay, so what is positioning? I've said that word like 700 times, but I'm gonna get into that right now. So the first thing that you need to do with positioning is to position yourself as the expert. And this is really important because people don't buy things from people who are not the expert. This is my toddler, everybody, welcome. If you can hear the banging. (laughs) So ask yourself, what gives you credibility? What makes you the expert? What expert, what experience do you have? And what expertise do you have? And why are you the best person to teach this? And when you can start to create a positioning statement, positioning you as the expert, you can start to create content that positions you as the expert. When you are crystal clear on what makes you the person who's best qualified to teach this, you then can create content and programs and stories and all of that that will position you as that expert because you know. And a lot of people, you ask them, like, so why are you the perfect person to teach this? And they suddenly go like, I don't know, am I? Somebody else is definitely more qualified than I am, right? And that's not good positioning at all. (laughs) Knowing that you are the expert at teaching this, you have the credibility you have that experience and expertise and being clear on that positioning, then you can get that information into your ideal client's hands. The second thing is you need to position your offer as the obvious solution. And this is something that 
is so important because people don't buy things that they aren't sure will work. And again, you may think that you have a red hot audience and they're going to buy things because they love you. And sure, depending on the price point, that might be true, right? Like if you wrote a book, your audience would definitely be like, oh my God, I love her. I'm going to buy her book. But that's because that's a relatively low investment thing. Most people don't buy things that they don't need or that they don't think are the best solution just because they like the person. And that's where a lot of old school marketing gets it wrong, in my opinion, that you just have to build authority and trust and rapport and people will buy from you. And that's not true at all, because if they don't have the problem that your offer solves, they're not going to be they're not going to buy it. They could love you until the cows come home. But if it doesn't solve the problem that they have, they're just not going to buy it. And so to position your offer as the obvious solution to whatever they're looking for, whether it's a problem that they're looking to have solved or an experience that they're looking to have, what makes your offer special? What makes your offer different? What will your, why will your offer get them what they want faster, easier, better in a different way, right? These are the things that will position your offer. And why exactly is your offer what your ideal client is looking for? When you can start to answer these questions, that's when you can start to preempt those objections. Like this program is the best program for this because, or I teach this in a different way, which is going to like this offer is going to help you in a specific way because of this. And so getting clear on those things, you can start to position your offer as the obvious solution or the obvious opportunity for people for what they are looking for. And the third thing is you need to position your offer against the alternatives. Now, this is something that I have gotten a little pushback from, but here's why. You may have heard Like, don't mention your competitor's name. I think about this when I think of politics, right? They always say, say the other guy, don't say his name. Like, we don't know his name, right? It's silly, in my opinion. And the same thing is true for your offer. There are alternatives. And it doesn't just mean that there's other people selling something similar to what you sell. But that is a thing too, right? And your ideal client is already looking around. They are already looking for the best solution taught by the best person. And when you can answer those two questions and then also compare yourself to the alternatives, that's when you can create this positioning that puts you at the top of the list that they're looking for. Here's a great example. I use Kajabi as my website platform and course platform. And on Kajabi's blog, they have multiple blogs that are like Kajabi versus Teachable. What's the difference, right? That's the question your ideal client has. What's the difference? What's the difference between taking your course and doing it myself? What's the difference between your course or his course, right? And these are the things that when you don't shy away from them and you instead lean into them and position yourself juxtaposed to them, that's when you answer a question that your ideal client already has. And if you can answer it in a compelling way and show how your offer stacks up, then you can create that desire and demand and also that trust and authority with them that I know what the alternatives are and here's why mine is the better option and why it's probably the better option for you. And when you can do that, that solves a problem that your ideal client has, which is how does this compare to the alternatives? 
And it also makes them see you as the obvious solution. So there are all different kinds of alternatives, like I said, like doing it yourself, hiring somebody to do it, Googling it, right? Pinteresting it, or obvious alternatives as far as like somebody else is selling something similar. And so when you can position yourself as the expert and your offer as the obvious solution, those two things will go a long way in positioning your offer as opposed to the other alternatives. So when you really nail down your positioning, you can start to make the case in everything you create before you ever offer anything. And if you're in a launch, it'll be so much easier to stand out for your ideal clients and create that desire and demand to work with you. So now you may be wondering how to position yourself and your offer if you don't specifically solve a problem. And this is something that somebody asked in the Facebook group. So I wanted to address it specifically. The questions I would ask for you is what does your offer give your ideal client? What are they looking to get out of it? And why are they looking at what you have to offer? What's behind that motivation? And when you can start to understand that, like if you're program is art-based, which hers was, what does that get them? Does it get them a new skill? Does it help them find peace of mind? Does it get them something to do? I am somebody who purchases a monthly subscription of a art, what is it? It's like a craft box for, it's a mommy and me craft box. Took me a minute to get there. But the reason why I bought it is because I'm always looking for more activities to do with my older daughter. And this gave me a really easy solution that every month I get a box with all of the supplies right there. And all I have to do is sit down and do it with her. And that has made intentional mommy and me time so much easier because I don't have to research the crafts, go on Pinterest, buy all of the supplies, put together the list, and then sit her down and do it, right? It's already there for me. And that is positioning, right? Those are the alternatives. The alternatives is me having to do all of that research and go buy all the stuff when it can just come to my door. And that makes it such a no-brainer offer for me because it solves a problem, which was all of that other stuff, right? What I wanted was to have something I could do with my daughter one-on-one. What they sold me was a solution to that, even though it isn't necessarily a problem, right? So there's some motivation in your ideal client's heart that's deeper than what you're thinking about. And if you can figure out what that is, which we're gonna talk about on Thursday, I believe Thursday, how to do that, then you can start to position your offer with those deeper things. So really looking at it as providing them something rather than solving a problem, it's really the same thing. So I have a little hands-on thing for you guys today. And I want you to ask yourself these three questions to really start to nail down your positioning. And please share them in the Facebook group. I would love to take a look at them and also have other people take a look at them because one of the beautiful things that was happening in another post was people were finding things that they wanted that other people offered, which I love. And I love sharing that like mutual love of what everybody's doing. So if you have ideal clients in this group, it's a great opportunity to get your positioning in front of them, but also to get their eyes and ears on it and see if it resonates with them. So the first question I want you to answer is what makes me the best person to teach this? 
And I really want you to brag on yourself. I really want you to let go of the fear that you're not. Assume that that's the truth. Assume you are the best person to teach this because you should be if you're teaching it. And there is something about you that makes you the best person to teach it. And answer that question. The second question is, what makes my offer different? Looking at other offers out there, what makes your offer the best offer? What makes it different? What makes it special? And the third question is, what are three alternatives my ideal client might be considering? Keeping in mind that Pinterest, Google, shopping might be one of them, right? It doesn't have to be, well, Sally Joe has this program over here. That could be an alternative, but there are other alternatives that you may not be thinking about. Awesome. So I want you to share those in the Facebook group. I would love to see what your positioning is so that we can help you hone that in even further and give you our feedback. So when most people think about their offer, they think it is their program. And maybe that's you too, thinking that your course or your membership or your coaching program is your offer. Yes, that's part of it, but it's just one part of it. And tomorrow we're going to go all into what that means and how to best utilize it for high conversions in tomorrow's workshop. So you don't want to miss it. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Launch Fix podcast. Again, make sure to follow, like, subscribe, all of the things and find me on Instagram at jess.oconnell underscore. And I will see you in my next episode.